Hello to the third podcast of the, well, pretty much the week. Today is 4th of July. Happy birthday, America. <laughs> um, it's been an interesting day, guys. I mean, it's uh, definitely slow. I mean, a lot of people are working, doing their thing. Um, most of us not working and spending some time with the family, doing doing some cool stuff. I lost my glasses today. I think that was the biggest bummer. On top of it, it, it like no calls at all. And I got you know what's funny? Like as far as marketing, I got a total of four impressions. <laughs> uh, leave it up to me to just uh, think about the marketing side and not uh not take a break. So interesting week. Uh, I hope you guys are ready to knock it out of the park tomorrow morning and uh, make some money. I will say this that wow that got really high. I will say this that the last the last week's been been interesting. I don't know if anybody out there's been as slow or it's just been abnormally busy for you guys. I don't know, tell me. Let me know what uh how it's going out there for you guys. But for me it's been it's been weird. Like not that many calls. Maybe it was like the lead up to the you know to the 4th of July, maybe not. I'm not too sure. But do have a pretty big project out in Corona, thank God. And, uh, you know, it's difficult, right? So I think, I think uh, you know, other than the, the, the bigger project, it's really difficult once you get, you get some momentum and it takes you back. It's, uh, man, being a business owner is just, uh, I mean, it's kind, of, it's kind of a roller coaster. I'd love to talk to somebody about it and kind of get their perspective, um, for me, it's you know it definitely has its challenges. It's weird, you know, sitting back and just kind of waiting for that phone to ring, knowing that your uh, your your expenditure is uh, is up there, right? Your your marketing expenses are through the roof. Uh, competing for those uh, those positions. Um, some of the some of the guys, man, it's insane. Two, three, four thousand dollars in marketing just on Google AdWords blows me away, and. Um, Man, just it's tough to compete. Well, you know, one thing I learned today was to make sure that you finalize the link for each keyword. So within AdWords, it's kind of interesting. It has this, uh, like you you can select all your AdWords. And you can also include in negative AdWords. So AdWords that, if they're said in broad terms. Um, or if they're set in broad terms, like say somebody puts in window tinting, but that's very broad, right? So window tinting Marietta. What you could do is you can actually specifically say, say, tint and then Marietta, and then exclude if you wanted to, and I think that would be crazy, but to exclude window. So like say that somebody says window installation, that would be a, like a broad term. So they'd have to be very specific in saying, you could put it in parentheses, for example. They'd have to be very specific and say window tinting. It's, it was kind of cool. Like, And then you can finalize the URL. For example, if you're marketing like mobile window tinting, you can actually put a URL specifically for mobile window tinting. Say it's automotive. And you can actually go to your automotive section, 
right? You select that URL and then plug that into that keyword and you can start seeing which pages are performing better via the contents. It was kind of cool to learn that today. Um, but just playing around with it and just, you know, manipulating it and stuff. Um, one thing that was stupid today was computer cut stopped working. It tripped me out. I don't know what it was. It was like some, some weird, I don't know. I don't know what happened, but it pissed me off. And now, now, now it's back up. Thank God. Um, getting that connected with my friggin' my Roland plotter has just been a pain in the ass. By the way, if anybody knows like an easier way to get it set up, hit me up. Let me know. Um, yeah. Other than that, things are good, guys. Uh, busy, busy, busy. What's in? What's everybody doing with the Teslas? Uh, I mean. I've actually shrunk it in crystalline 40 for the back window. I think I've done like six or seven at this point. The strategy behind selling a Tesla, I don't think there's much of a strategy because the customer just wants the highest product. Some of them might be stingy. But what's the strategy? Are you guys pushing them to, say, like a ceramic-based film, one that's easier to shrink, color-stable for for those 3M guys out there, ATC for those Lumar guys, you know, galaxy for the solar guard guys what are you guys pushing them to what do you find that's easier and really that's just uh more time cautious you know time conscious i should say um i can't even i can't even speak right now but where where are you guys kind of leading the customer to because it is laminated glass i mean it's rejecting quite a bit of heat it's got a coating on it too um I don't know if it's even like a good idea to go with even a higher end product. I mean, sure, if you want to waste more time, but uh, what are you guys thinking? I'd love to he- get your uh, your feedback. So hit me up via Tint Talks or Max at TintTalks.com or, you know, shoot me a message on Instagram or Facebook, whatever. But uh, I got some pretty good news. Uh, we do have a CRM that's going to be launching here shortly. Um, stoked on it, man. And by we, I mean uh, a couple guys. We're going to be launching the CRM. It sounds pretty badass. Uh, it sounds What it sounds like is it's going to be a way to track employees, track inventory, have a, a better understanding of the, the customer's um, you know, purchase timeline you know, from, from inception. What, where in the marketing process were they captured? Were they captured on Facebook, Instagram, Google, whatever? And then you know, where are they in the sales funnel? You know, it's, and I just, I don't know, it sounds sounds fantastic. And I think the price point is going to be bitching, to say the least. So I'm waiting to get my hands on it, man. I'm waiting to get my hands on it. <coughs> Eric, Eric, I don't know if you listen to this, but if you do, I'd love to see that CRM, my friend. Um. Yeah, I should be getting my hands on it here shortly, and I think uh, think it'll be fun. I think it'll be interesting to kind of check it out. Right now, I'm actually using an application called Jobber, and that's J O B B E R. It's really cool because it 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 it. I mean, there's a payment gateway in there. You can manage customers. You can manage expenses. Um, you know, it, you can you can upload your logo and and send invoices directly through there. You can that. Customers have got a client hub, so they can actually go on and you know make changes to their existing quote. You know this for your residential, commercial guys. If you're using another program, it is what it is. But um, 
I don't know. I just like the features that Jobber has. Another really cool thing is it's got timesheets. And what's interesting about timesheets is anytime your employee clocks in and say they're not at the job site, it actually geotags where they clocked in. It's fucking badass. I'll include the link below, um, and you guys can uh, can go go there, check it out, see if you like it, see if you're into it. Um, but yeah, I use Jobber. It's been working for me. Um, I love it. I can't say more about it. Dig it, dig it, dig it. Um, tell me what sort of CRM you guys are using and whether it's been helpful. I, I ran into a few guys that use BookFresh. And I was recommending BookFresh for quite a while. But to be honest with you, I started having some issues with it. And pretty much like the text message response that it sends customers wasn't working for me. And it, it was irritating. So, yeah, I'd like for them to change that. That, that'd be nice. Because um, I actually like the program. I like the integration that it has with a website where customers can go in and they can schedule their own appointment. Now, for those guys that are like, dude, I'm way too busy. I can't have customers scheduling appointments. That's fine. Guys, you can, you can push in some fluff, right? So any of your existing appointments, they can't overlap. That's the best part. So if you're actually using the system correctly, you can overlap. Uh, and two, you can actually create a 20 to 30% fluff, meaning that you can fill in some gaps that might not necessarily be filled in. Um, so that's what I liked about BookFresh. It's pretty badass. Plus, Square, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Square, a little payment processing system, they actually bought BookFresh. So it's it's nice because they have their payment processing system directly through there. So you, there's actually checkout that customers can actually go on, you know, get their services and check out directly through there, and you still get to maintain their, the customer information. Guys, remember what I talked about in, like, the second episode where you've got to have an end goal in mind? This is that end goal. You're capturing customer information. You're building a client list. These are the people that like you, respect you, and want to do business with you. This is a good way to manage it. So... Jobber, BookFresh, you pick it. Doesn't matter to me. Um, I'll include the links below if you guys have any questions. Feel free to reach out to me. This is another episode of Tint Talks. Wanted to kind of talk about my day, which kind of maybe hopefully that wasn't a bummer. Two, wanted to talk a little bit about Jobber and how impactful that was for me. Um, and then the little little notation for uh, a little quick tip, I should say, for that, uh, that uh, AdWords thing. Yeah, you can actually put a final link and see which pages are, you know, are, are getting read. You know, if somebody's spending more time on a page, there you go. That uh, means you got some good content. Video, that's what I'm on to next. I'll let you guys know what happens uh, and how my video does on, you know, a marketing platform like Google uh, or YouTube. I want to see how it does, man. I, I mean, I don't know if it's like... And it's interesting because, and I, and I don't want to keep this too long, but it's interesting because within the search section of Google, I feel like a customer is going to be more like a serious customer. If it's just a pass-through to a YouTube video, yeah, it might. It might be something they're interested in, um, but it could cost a lot of money. I, I, I don't know. Um, it might. It's good for awareness, I think. Um I just don't know how important it might be and, and how much of the market's actually looking at those ads and, and becoming real conversions. I think from a, for, from a younger demographic, if it's like a, an impulse buy sort of product, I think it might work. But 
even with like automotive window film, I think that that that's actually pretty badass. I think it would work, but for residential commercial, I don't know if it has. Uh, I don't know if it has that much weight. So I'm definitely going to gear my video towards auto. I'll tell you guys how that works out for me. Stay tuned to Tint Talks episode number four coming up. That one I'm going to talk to you guys about uh, what I first told you guys about in the very first episode about Google AdWords. I'm going to do. Uh, uh, a video directly for you guys and how to actually market and how to use Google AdWords to the best best of my ability. I I mean I'm I'm no expert, but uh, I could definitely walk you through it. And if it's something helpful, throw me a thumbs up, like it, share it. That'd be great. Uh, sign up for the for the podcast, whatever. Um, other than that, man, thank you for listening. I appreciate it. You guys have a wonderful day. Tint some cars. Tint some homes. Tint some buildings. Later.